I'm in the process of springing. What does springing look like? Springing looks like coming out of winter and coming into spring. And for me, I'm noticing that means, I, I translate everything into yoga for some reason. So when I come out of winter or spring, that means I'm trying out some of the poses that I was avoiding while I was menstruating because even though some people say, oh, you could totally do these during menstruation, I'm always a little bit leery because, or weary, whatever the word is, because I recognize other people's bodies are different and I hate the feeling when someone says, oh, you should be able to do this. And then I, and I try it and I'm like, but I can't. So I always go, like, I backtrack a little bit, and so whenever someone says, oh, I think you should be able to, I automatically just tell myself, no, I don't think I should be able to, and then I slowly creep up from there. So I do some of the stuff, like, I went through a, a couple menstruation kind of period um, sequences. I tried them out a little bit, but there were none of them that I really felt like were like, oh yeah, I could totally do everything they said because the pace was a little bit different than my pace and all of those kinds of things. So now's my chance to do some of the things that, that people said that I should be able to do. One of them was the moon salutation. And so when I go into that, I go into the moon, whoops, I go into the moon side to side, then I go into triangle. And then I go into extended lunge, drop the knee, stack the fist, and breathe. And then I go into this side thing. I have no idea what this is called. I only remember it from karate, but then they talk about it in yoga too as a part of the moon, moon salutation. And I have no idea what it's called. It's just like my legs out and my knees pointed. And then I somehow do the, the garland pose too which I really love because I used to only be able to do it wide because I learned this pose when I was pregnant. But now I can do the full pose where my feet are together, my hands are in, and my hands are behind if I don't fall over. And I'm about to fall over and I do fall over. And then I do the other side. Extending the leg, pointing the toe, hands together. And then extended side on the other side. I totally missed the Tibetan squat at the beginning but I'll make up for that later. And then over down to a triangle again. And then, and then apparently it's like the Tibetan squat, right? So toes pointed 45 degree angle, um, elbows towards the waist. Some people call this the goddess pose with the hands up and then you go like side to side. I like to add in all my variations. I like to pretend I'm like the woman at the well and I have my bucket. It's not a bucket, it's like this beautiful vase thing. And it's like an honor to get water for my family because I'm like strong enough and I'm like kind of like that lady from the Old Testament. I think it's the Old Testament. Her name's either Rachel or Rebecca. Uh, Rebecca. <laughs> Rebecca! <laughs> I always need my sidekick people to give me the answers to things that I think I, I know, but I don't actually know. Until they say it, I'm like, oh, that's totally it. So, women at the well. And then I totally feel lost as I do this, this sequence because that was the shortened version of it. Because basically, then it's like, I go back to the moon, and then it's apparently done, right? But that's okay because I always do the sequence more than once. So that was the basic version. This is the modified version. <laughs> Moon, out to the side, triangle again, right? <laughs> but this time, instead of just going triangle extended lunge, I'm gonna do triangle warrior two, 
Sun Warrior. Extend. Gazing upwards. And this is where I like to do pyramid. So I turn my gaze towards the toes at the front. Pinocchio nose forward, gazing downward, coming back up and then extending the back leg, bending the front knee, warrior one. And then this is usually where I like to sneak in a warrior three, just for fun, because I always thought that figure skaters were like the coolest athletes ever. Maybe because one of my best friends was a figure skater so I just always thought, man, that'll be so cool to be able to do like that sow cow stuff. But until then, I'll just do it on the mat. And then to come back to extended lunge, drop the leg, but actually I'll do like a gentle version. So I'll just do arms up. I love the arms up position. It's like the funnel, right? Ever since I've been learning about like the different chakras, the energy centers, this, this funnel thing that I'm creating is apparently what happens for a person that's focusing on the crown chakra. So they're allowing for like all the light from above to funnel into their, their, their head, their heart, all of that kind of good stuff. Now I'm doing the runner's um, stretch thing and then I'm doing the extended lunge. Apparently this helps people get into a splits. I don't know why so many people are interested in the splits thing. It's such a strange phenomenon to me. Maybe it's like a theater dance thing where they somehow feel like there's this macho-ism that's, that's associated with their level of how far they can split. To me, it's just like, it makes complete, it's like berserko to me. It's like, so you want to be able to find out how far you can split so that you can know if you have split? Like, why would you want to be split? to know the opposite that I'm together I would like to know how far I could stay together rather than knowing how far I could split why would you do that it's like yoga 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 broken like, no this is not what we're trying to do at all but for some reason somebody has put this little bug in some people's ear that they need to know how far they can split well I'm here to say how far can you stay together how could you keep it together, people? Just lay down. Just don't even do anything. Fall asleep. How about you find out how far you can just fall asleep? That would be a good goal. <laughs> Mama. What? What if you could do universe yoga? Universe like yoga. do earth, sun, moon, um, yes. and star. Yes, <coughs> absolutely. Universe yoga is next. I'm doing seasonal yoga right now. Apparently I'm doing moon yoga too right now, currently. So I just went into the garland and now I'm on the other side doing the runner stretch and the extended lunge. Oh, and I almost forgot the funnel. As we breathe. And then I'm coming back up. I almost forgot. I'm going into my, th my third I was going to say third cow, but I try to say warrior three. I'm getting too caught up with this splitting idea that all my ideas are getting split in half. Broken. As we breathe. So it's always a temptation whenever I'm in the third 
the Warrior 3 that I just gotta go down to Half Moon. It's like, come on here. Let's just do a Half Moon while we're here. Because we're here anyways. So if I was gonna do the Warrior 3, that was, that was my prompt to help you remember I'm doing Warrior 1. Because it's a backwards thing. That's what it's fun about moon salutation. It works really well for someone that has dyslexic tendencies. Because then it's like, I do one, and then I do the other one backwards. Like, what if I could just create every, every sequence to be tailored towards dyslexia, right? Where it's like, you just do it forward and then backwards. It's all good. It's like working on my strengths here. So I got the warrior one. Now I'm going down to the pyramid. Which is forward, nose, Pinocchio. Some people put the hands together for Pinocchio. I have yet to really feel like hands together is one of those positions that I feel like so yoga in, right? It's more like I feel like I'm dying. So I'll, I'll let go of the hands for now. But I like to try it out every once in a while just to see if my body doesn't feel like it's dying anymore. If it like actually feels so yoga to be in that pose but not yet. I definitely feel so yoga when I'm in triangle, like to the point where I can actually like interlock my fingers. And that's pretty cool. But it does kind of cause me to ha sometimes have like chest pain because I'm kind of overstretched sometimes. But that's okay because it's not like pain. It's just like it's been over, it's been stretched. So I've just been like learning what my limits are. So I didn't hold it as far for as long as I normally would do in the past. So that's good. Now I'm going into, so I just did a bunch of them. I just did pyramid and triangle and warrior two. Now I'm going back to the Tibetan squat. I just like to call it a Tibetan squat because that's the way that my teacher told me that it was. It's like elbows to the waist, hands out, fingers, toes kind of wiggly. And it just kind of like lengthens the spine rather than just like uh, like a slouch squat, right? It's like opening the chest, belly button to the side, like vertebrae stacked on top of one another. And then the woman at the well, because this is the goddess pose. So there's the goddess pose and she's at the well because she's so happy to serve, right? Come on. This should just be an exercise routine every day. Anyways, apparently women need to learn how to have like really flexible pelvises, I guess. That's like what all of the yoga for women sequences that I found do. They're all about, hey, let's do lots of squats. Let's open up the hips. Let's make sure we can keep the pelvis really flexible. Because I don't know, I, I've heard of some people that talk about how this is my third time doing my moon salutation. I'll probably throw in some half moons in here because I'm doing a moon salutation. So might as well have some moon half moons to go along with it. And this is archer, by the way, warrior two, but pretending that I'm playing archery. Like that's kind of cool. And then going into pyramid, and up, and I'll have to remember to do my half moon once I do the warrior three. And then, warrior one with the funnel. Love it. This is a good spring day. Like, it just is. Now I'm going into the warrior three. So I've got the leg extended, kind of like figure skaters style. I don't really 
mind any positioning for my hands, whether it's extended back to the side or forward. And then when I come down to warrior or to half moon, then I tent down my fingers and I'm extending the opposite arm to the foot that I have on the floor. And that's like my warrior, no, that's my half moon. Now I'm gonna like transform it into the slightly power yoga as I gaze upward at my thumb. Cause that scares me so bad every time. It's like, I don't know what's gonna happen when my gaze turns upward instead of staring at my feet and my hands. But for some reason I'm able to do it today. Maybe because I've had like a very restful hibernative inner winter. Because I don't think I've ever done that before. I think I've always only ever looked at my feet because I've always been scared to fall over while teaching half moon. <laughs> and now I can extend the leg down, wiggle it out. Now I'm trying to remember what I do after. I think I was doing extended lunge. Upwards. Oh, I like doing the halfway, I like doing the twist. That's another way I like to do this one. Oh, and I forgot, I like to do the elbow down and gazing upward. That's my favorite way to do extended lunge. It's called a crescent lunge. Go figure, because I'm doing a moon salutation with a half moon and now I'm doing a crescent lunge. Crescent lunge is my favorite. Whoa. Crescent lunge, twist, and it, I just fell out of it. But that's okay, because it's a spring day. And when I say it's a spring day, it's like blizzarding outside. I'm saying it's my inner spring, because I am an inner spring. Because I have a waterfall that's trickling from inside of me. So, that was my crescent lunge. Now I get to do the side thing that I learned in karate. Cause this one feels so good. It's like, it's like as good as I feel in Garland, but it's like even more. And then I go into Garland, wide-legged, kind of like I do when I'm pregnant, but then I put the feet together, feet down. Yes, but I feel jealous cause I don't get to be a part of it because I am practicing yoga right now. So you can start, but I'm going to start it over when I get there. Okay. Okay. So anyways. Now I'm in garland, and I'm extending the legs, the arms around, kind of falling over. Um, and then extending the leg, other side. Foot pointed up, knee up. As we breathe. Okay, now I'm going back into extended lunge, knee down, gazing forward. As we breathe. Now, as I'm doing this, I'm going to extend the let arms up into a funnel. And then touching down on the opposite arm, gazing upward towards my thumb. As we breathe. And coming back. Oh, and then hands together, heart to center. And then the elbow to the other side, gazing upward. As we breathe. See, this side I didn't fall out. Maybe because I was getting like preparing myself to fall out. So I was like trying to get stronger on this side so I didn't fall out on both sides. As we breathe. And then coming back down. 
Ah, I just love doing this so much. Extended lunge. Okay, I'm pretty sure from this extended lunge, I was just doing like a half moon. So I'll just do half moon on this side. Oh, already falling over. Already falling over. This is a good power yoga pose for me. Toes coming up. It's a beautiful. Checking my balance. Trying to get brave enough to bring my nose to my fingers. And I'm slowly, one inch at a time, breathing. One inch at a time, keeping my toes up to check my balance. So I know if I'm gonna fall over or not. And gazing up, gazing at my thumb. Did it, coming back to touchdown. Oh goodness. Woo! I always feel like I'm this like rocket ship blasting off whenever I leave my gaze. And then I'm gonna wiggle my knees for a little bit, touch down both feet. Guys, one thing. Ragdoll a little bit before I go into warrior three. Warrior three, arms behind, reaching towards the toes, gazing forward as we breathe. Continuing to breathe. I just love warrior three. It's just so much fun, whether it's behind, side, or forward with the hands. Okay, now warrior three helps me remember we're going back to warrior one on this side. Inhale, arms up to funnel. Funneling, channeling all that beautiful light energy that's just pouring down over us anyways, but funneling it in to receive it so gratefully. As we breathe. So I'm in the warrior one. Might as well get back so I can get back into my pyramid. Heels in alignment, gazing forward. Pinocchio nose over the front toes. As we breathe, continuing to breathe, as we breathe, pyramid here, coming back to a warrior two, inhale, gazing up at the thumb, gazing forward, inhale, gazing up at the thumb, and now to warrior to triangle as we breathe the next time i go around this moon cycle i don't only want to do the half moon and the crescent lunge but i want to try this revolved triangle deal that'll be fun to try as we breathe and Continuing to breathe here. Coming back to triangle. Bringing the toes back out to Tibetan squat. Goddess, hands, uh, fingertips at the top. Exhale to the side, on both sides. And then woman at the well. So beautiful, so courageous, so ready to help, so happy and glad and cheerful, ready to use her body for good, so capable and competent and willing. 
opening up and coming back into the moon. Honestly, I feel like this has been like my third or fourth time going through this already. And I'm just like so proud of myself. It's been 20 minutes. Sweet. Okay, this next time is going to be my revolve triangle. And it's going to be awesome. So, normally I cut it off at the 20 minute mark. But I feel like I really want to just get through this. Because I'm soaring this year. I don't know if I mentioned it yet. But I do a word of the year every year. And so as I'm going through and talking, I'm going through the moon side to side plus the triangle right now. But every year I choose a word. It helps me focus my intention for the year. Some people call them resolutions. I just choose a word. It makes sense to me. One of my friends influenced me to want to start doing that too because she did that. And so I just thought, yeah, I want to do that too. I think the first year I did it, I chose the word shine. Then the years after that, I chose words like joy and breathe and brave and like these other words, right? And then I chose like gladly bearing one year and another year. Last year I chose glorify, which was actually this year because it's not 2022 yet. And then I chose to do, oh, hey, I'm at the triangle, so I get to do my revolve triangle. So hand touch down, gazing up at the other thumb as we breathe. And then as I get closer and closer, it's supposed to make it harder and harder, right? So before I had my hand kind of like on the other side of the yoga mat width, now the hand is going all the way to like place right on top of the foot. Pretty exciting. And now I'm going to have some courage, slowly, inch by inch, as we breathe. I'm gazing upwards towards my thumb as we breathe, falling over. <laughs> it's good. It's good for me to have falling over moments. So there I was, did my triangle, now I'm doing my warrior two. So anyways, last year, this year, is glorify. It's been amazing. It's been so cool to just step out of my comfort zone in a lot of ways to just be okay with this idea of like, hey, what if I were to basically consecrate my life, right? Dedicate and devote my life to giving glory to God for everything. Everything that I'm gifted and everything that I get to gift to others. And it's been a beautiful journey of just like committing to that every day. It's not like I've been perfect, but knowing that that's my commitment and knowing that I'm trying to recommit to that as often as possible has been really healing for my spirit to just cleanse the inner vessel and become even more of the person that I want to become, right? So now I'm doing my warrior three on this side. Anyway, so that's been the word this past year. And the, year, the word that I'm using in the coming year is soaring. So originally, when I thought of soaring, I thought, oh yeah. I, well, originally I thought of self-reliance. You know, being self-reliant in Jesus Christ with him as my guide kind of thing. But I, I kind of felt self-reliance was not an exciting enough word for me to remember it. So then I thought of the word soaring as my symbol, symbolic way of saying self-reliant in Jesus Christ, with Jesus Christ, for Jesus Christ, 
in following Jesus Christ, right? <laughs> Whatever it means, right? So that's kind of like my perspective there. And as I've been pondering that word more and more, it's been really healing to just kind of be even more open to it, like in, in a lot of directions, not just self-reliance in like food storage terms, but like soaring in self-reliance in like so many different avenues, right? Even in the avenue of like love thyself as thy, love thy neighbor as thyself, right? Um, there's been this conference talk recently that's really spoken to me all about um, the things of my soul. I think that's the name of the talk. And it's just all about this, like how Heavenly Father acknowledges the divine within us. And so it's about time that we acknowledge it too. And honor and respect that which is ours, that is an heir to royalty, right? So that's kind of cool. And so I, I want to be a person that is so much more attentive to my capacity to soar because of that lineage, right? Because of my opportunity to be able to live as a true daughter of a king, right? So that's kind of some of the perspectives that I'm working with. And I'm really excited about it. I feel like a lot of my yoga... Um, business type of dialogue that I have with myself is a lot to do with these this kind of lines of thinking, right? Um, just being able to open myself up to more possibilities and not just for myself though, so that I can bring all those that are with me or that I'm about to meet on this journey that is so beautiful to do yoga to Christ, basically. And to do it on a however often basis, a person would need to be able to access that, as well as on a live basis, as well as on a retreat basis, right? So that kind of works with three different models of being able to serve people, the do-it-yourself version, having a, 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 re a recording library of like yoga, to Christ videos that help women especially to have access to videos that are going to be in alignment with their cycle, with their feminine cycle of where they are in their inner seasons. Um, it can work for people that have a menstrual cycle going on and it can work for people that don't as well. Um, but I do want to have an attentiveness to that inner winter, the inner spring, the inner summer, inner autumn that is present and real for every woman that would want to be curious about that for themselves. Because I definitely feel a connection to that kind of perspective that has been very, very helpful for me to acknowledge and make room and time and space for in a way that when I didn't, it caused for a lot of confusion, frustration, impatience, and embarrassment about myself being the way that I was and feeling and experiencing life the way that I was. I felt like I was constantly hitting myself against a brick wall without understanding that the brick wall was even coming, right? Whereas now I'm able to see a roadmap, right? I'm able to have a GPS. I'm able to 
you know, check what my forecast is even, right? Instead of wearing shorts and a swimsuit when it's a blizzard outside, right? But it's like before I wasn't able to even see those things. It was like I was blind, right? I could feel it once I was there, right? Because then I was present with it. But until I was actually there, I couldn't, I couldn't grasp this idea that you could, you could plan ahead. You could, you could see it coming before it was there, right? But now that I've kind of gotten like, in some ways, like, um, I've been healed, right? Like I've, I've been healed from that level of blindness and ignorance in some ways. I can now function at a totally different level than what I was functioning at before, which is so, so exciting. Ah, I'm so delighted. And I guess I'm talking this way because I'm on my first day of spring, right? I'm on day five of my cycle. Um, and I'm just so excited to just keep exploring this whole avenue of being able to just totally be in sync with myself so that I can truly be a really good bodyguard for my spirit, for my heart, for my mind, and not do it in a boastful, prideful way, but in a very compassionate, accepting loving kind of welcoming kind of way so that I can not only offer that to myself but also extend it outwards you know rather than feeling like that I'm white knuckling things constantly that I was before whereas now it's like I can be way more relaxed in my view of how to approach any given situation I don't have to white knuckle everything I can actually move forward with my life in a relaxed deep breath kind of a way and in a controlled, responsible, competent, confident kind of a way. So I'm just like, woo, so delighted, so excited about that. And as I'm going through my yoga session, I'm like at warrior three again on this side, my last warrior three of this session coming into my half moon, my last half moon slowly gazing up. I can't believe that was like the first time I've ever gazed up at my fingers with my half moon while I'm like kind of being recorded or teaching kind of thing because that just goes to show how self-conscious and how like insecure I was feeling for a long time that I couldn't even feel like I could make mistakes or fail or fall like in a recorded or in a in a way where others would notice or see it. And I just feel like that's a beautiful place for me to enter into, right? Because I've always been this proponent of being like, oh, well, we've got to be the kind of people that are just, you know, making sure that we're not constantly just doing things for show. You know, that's like my whole mantra most of the time, all the time, as much as I can, right? But for some reason, I haven't been able to put, you know, my intention into action constantly before. But I feel like I'm finally getting to that point where I'm getting there. Like, just did Warrior 3, Half Moon, didn't know if I was going to fall over or not. Didn't that time. Now I'm coming into Warrior 2, inhale Sun Warrior, exhale forward, inhale gazing up at the thumb, and breathing. Now I'm coming into Pyramid again before I do my revolve triangle. I always feel so excited about this revolve triangle thing because I don't know what it is. 
I just love the excitement of the challenge of doing something that really challenges my balance. Because I was kind of embarrassed. One of the last times I taught yoga to the teen yoga group that I did, I noticed that I was teaching a power yoga. And I was doing all these poses for people to learn. And they were all, you know, doing it as a first-time beginner yoga student in, a, in the natural way that a person should, right? There's a lot of falling over, a lot of just practicing and doing it for the first time, just like skating, right? Nobody gets on skates for the first time and never falls, right? It's just a part of the process. But I felt a little embarrassed. I was like, I'm doing all these poses and I'm not falling. Like, who am I to be teaching poses for a balanced power yoga sequence in, in, in a way that is true to power yoga and I'm not falling over myself? Like, I need to create a better sequence so that it's challenging enough for me, so that it's a true power yoga sequence where I get to fall over too, right? Where I get to be someone that's challenged and getting the full benefits of a power yoga session. Because the whole deal with power yoga is the, the whole deal is it's supposed to make you fall over. It's supposed to get you into that point where if you are feeling insecure, it makes you feel stronger. If you are feeling extra prideful, it brings you back a little. It humbles you because it, you get to see your limits and you get to see that you don't have everything down and that you need to practice things. And so that was really cool for me to get acquainted with that again and be like, yep, I need to be better at that. And so since then, I've been trying to challenge myself. I've been trying to find all these different types of poses that can be a challenge for me too, right? so that we can all be a beginner together in some of these things, right? And it doesn't always have to be, I'm the teacher and I know everything and you're the student and you're a beginner, right? Like, I feel like there's some beautiful learning that can happen from when other people, especially students, can watch their teachers be a beginner at something as well and watch how they're able to manage the pressures of being a beginner and to learn from those techniques. So anyways, now I'm at the Tibetan warrior squat, doing the goddess pose side to side. And the woman at the well, I just love this thing. I just think these figure eights of these like, woman at the well is just like, woo! <laughs> Makes me so happy. And then, coming back. Okay, so I'm gonna be wrapping up this session kind of around this time. Um, but next time I do my moon, moon salutation, I just got another idea too. I totally want to create one where I'm also doing a, um, doing a like wide legged forward fold. Cause I love doing that pose. I just love that pose so much. It makes me so happy. So, so this is what I'm doing right now. I'm doing a yoga sequence and it's gotta be legit. I can't just do yoga and pretend I'm doing yoga without totally getting into the Shavasana, right? And so lately, it's been really fascinating. I've been learning another level of yoga, what people call yoga nidra. So what they call this yoga nidra is basically what the world calls meditation, right? It's just laying down and listening to a track that helps you meditate, helps you breathe, that kind of thing. But I had never realized that this was built into the yoga philosophy, yoga world, yoga teaching. I 
probably like forgot about this as I was taught it, you know, during my training. But basically, this is a thing. It's like when people go to yoga nidra, it's basically all shavasana. And it's so funny because people would always ask me, they're like, can we just do the lay down pose for the whole class? Like they would always ask me, they're like, I just came for the shavasana. I just came for the resting pose, right? And I'd always laugh and be like, ha ah, ha that would be so awesome. But now I know it's an actual thing. It's called yoga nidra. It's when people come to the class so they can lay down and, but the deal is you can't fall asleep. That's their big thing is like, they say, Hey, so you can do this class, but the biggest goal in this class is to not fall asleep and to actually stay alert and meditative and breathe throughout the whole sequence and actually stay focused in the meditation. So you don't like start thinking about your own stuff or your own shopping list or, you know, not letting the mind wander, but actually staying focused. So then it actually becomes a, a true yoga session so that it's not just working the body and the muscles and the bones and the nervous system, but it's actually working the mind so that a person can still the mind, can practice that self-control, self-discipline with yoga in the mind. And now I have a little two-year-old baby that's coming to visit me, and she's going to say pretty soon, Are you doing yoga? Are you doing yoga? <laughs> Is that you? How'd I get you? Did I get you? <laughs> What's mama doing? Yuga. <laughs> and one of my favorite things ever of having little sweeties is hearing the names that they call things. This little baby likes to call it Yuga. <laughs> Yuga. <laughs> What's mommy doing? Yuga. Yuga. <laughs> Makes me so happy. <laughs> The best thing ever.